Welcome to the Carol Matthews Intuitive Medium Podcast. Now, here's Carol. Hi there, this is Carol Matthews, and this podcast is going to be a bit different. I, as you know, am an intuitive medium, and I see and hear people from the other side. I don't know how, but I do it. And one of the wonderful things of having this gift is that I hear so many stories from many, many people on how they are attracting their guardian angels, how to attract them, what happens when they put it out there. So I've got some stories and they're true, true stories of how, and and I'm hoping as one of my contributors, Joy Edwards, um, hopes that this will make people realize that they can just do, just do what they want to do in order to meet and reach their guardian angels. So I'm going to go with this. There's going to be a few different stories, but this one, and I am reading this exactly, exactly how, how Joy sent it to me last week, a couple of weeks ago now. I have her total permission. I used it on my Wednesday musings with Carol on Facebook. I have her total permission to read this to you because all of my readings and everything are very, very private. I do not share them, but This wasn't a reading. This was a sharing. So I'm going to read this to you, and then I'm going to move on to another couple of stories. This is what Joy Edwards sent to me. Carol, this is what happened last night. Thursday, while I was in the store, she owns a store, I wrote to my deceased brother, Brian. He passed in 1999. I wrote, Brian, today I am thinking of my brother, Brian. I want to call, but Brian, can you hear me? Brian, I wish you were here. I wonder how I go on. I wonder if you really know if I'm okay. I wonder if I really know you are gone. Brian, can you hear me? I miss you, Brian, my brother. Joy. She signed it Joy. Then she says, well, last night she had a dream that the phone rang and in a voice as clear as mine, he said, this is your brother, Brian, calling. There was more, but I cannot remember, Joy says. When I remember the dream this morning, I am so excited, hard to believe it. My point being, maybe other people that want a message from a loved one should write to them. And she says, you can share this if you like. And I have shared it. And I thank Joy very, very much. And yes, there are many different ways. One of the ways that, and I've done this myself, and now I am an intuitive medium. And I feel people and hear from people from the other side. I don't know how. It just happens. It's a gift, okay? And it's just something that just seems to come naturally to me and it has all my life. So I call people that have passed away. I call them guardian angels. I don't call them spirit. I don't call them dead. Now, I do believe, totally believe in all the other angels, the archangel, Michael, Raphael, Uriel, all of those angels. I do believe in those. But when I'm doing a consultation with the person, I'm not about to say to them that your dead mother is with you. I say to them, your mother is your guardian angel. So when I refer to guardian angels in any of my podcasts, I just want you to know that that's why. I do that. Okay. So I also have a story. Now I have had to change the the names because uh, it happened in the small town of Meaford where I used to live. I live on Prince Edward Island now. And so it's a small town. So for me to use the names of the lady and her husband, not good. All right. So it's a good story, but I just feel, so I have called them Helen and Tom. All right. Okay. So 
on my way, this is my, this is me, this is what happened with me. On my way, Valentine's Day to a special lady, Helen, whose hubby, Tom, had been gone, passed away for eight years. I was going over there and just taking her some candy and we were just going to sit and talk. So it's dark. It was February the 14th. You know, it's still dark out. So I'm driving across this long, long, dark road. And in my car, I heard a voice. And I went, whoa. And the voice said, I'm calling Helen tonight. And I went, what? Again, I heard, I'm calling Helen tonight. Oh my, I'd like to mention right now that Helen was 88 years old at the time. So I have a feeling you know where I was going with that conversation. So I got there, we talked, gave her the candy, Happy Valentine's Day. No mention. I did not mention anything of what happened in my car. So we had tea. We're having tea sitting there in the rockers. I can still see it today. And the phone rang. Back then, it was a wall phone. And so Helen, she got up. She walked over. She listened. She said, I beg your pardon? No, I certainly will not. And she abruptly hung up the phone, came and sat down. Of course, I didn't say anything or ask who it was. It wasn't my place, right? A few minutes later and a few sips of tea, Helen turned to me and said, can you imagine the nerve of some people? A guy named Tom just wanted to know if I would accept a collect call from him. Well, Tom called Helen that night. Coincidence? No such thing. So then, <laughs> hmm, I never told her, never told her. And uh, to this day, and she's since passed away, but I'm sure she's listening to this now. So then I had a client in Toronto. And again, I have permission for this. Uh, his name was Paul and his mother had passed on. Now I knew his mother in life. All right. I knew her. So Paul sits down for the reading and he was very excited and it was very different for me reading for him when I already knew his mother was going to come through and she used to be a friend. Rather different. Okay. He turned his phone off. He had his, his smartphone and he turned it off and he said, I'm turning my phone off. He said, totally. He said, I don't want any interruptions while you're doing this reading. And I said, okay. So he turned the phone off. Yeah, it was off. Definitely. And he said, but I do wish you'd give me a sign. I really miss our phone calls. Within three minutes later, his cell phone worked. It rang. We both sat there and looked at each other. There was nobody on the other. Well, there was somebody on the other end of the phone, but there was nobody on the other end of the phone. And he did not touch that phone. It was right in front of us. So I'm not going to over explain it, but it was really, really kind of cool. Okay. So our guardian angels can get in touch with us in so many different ways. Uh, I've mentioned before when we're finding dimes uh, in the strangest places, not on the bottom of our purse, in the strangest places, or when we hear voices, and we're okay if we hear voices. Uh, quite often, my nickname is Karks. And uh, that's another story. Anyway, uh, and I will hear Karks. Well, that's what my dad used to call me. So I know it's my dad. And then sometimes just when I'm in my apartment on my own and I'll hear Carol 
And I go, all right. Now I have many guardian angels around me, four of them being my sisters. And I, I can sort of tell by the tone of voice. All right. I can just tell. Now I'm just going to share a story. These stories, I'm not even reading these. I read those other ones, but these are just coming to me. Uh, my sister, Pat, uh, before she passed away, she was the second last sister to pass. And before she passed away, I was standing with her and I said to her in palliative care, and I said, okay, sis, uh, when I pass away, I'm going to send you a cardinal to let you know that I'm around you. Now, the odds of me passing away before my sister Pat at that moment was were very rare. But so I said, what are you going to send me? So Pat looks at me. I can still see her. She looks up at me and she said, what am I going to send my sister? I'm going to send my sister an elephant. And I said, an elephant? Why would you send me an elephant? She said, I don't know. I'm just going to send you an elephant. Okay. So after that, I didn't tell anybody, you know, I'm not going to walk around and say, hey, my sister's going to send me an elephant. So people started sending me little cards with elephants on them and different things. And I would see a t-shirt with an elephant. And I went, okay. So what I decided to do, and I had an Avon lady. And in October, my sister had passed September the 5th. In October, I decided to order from this Avon book, an elephant pendant. And it was big. It was about two inches tall. I like big jewelry. And so when the order came, it was a tiny, tiny little elephant. And I went, mm, no, I, I don't suit tiny, tiny things. So I called the Avon lady and she said, well, I'm so sorry. She said, but I'm not going to be able to get it to you till after Christmas. I said, that's all right. As long as you know, you know, that I want the bigger one. All right. That was the end of October. I come home. I'm out one day. And that one day happened to be my birthday, December 21st. When I got home, hanging from my door was a little bag. I walked in, opened it up. <laughs> and there was the new order from Avon, which was not supposed to be there till after Christmas. And there was the big two-inch elephant pendant that I had ordered. How did that happen? So what did I do? I just said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, another time, my father, my father, when we were growing up, and actually, you're going to be hearing this later, but I am taping this today on March the 4th, which happens to be the day that my dad passed away in 1974. And I always believe that our guardian angels, remember, those are people that have passed, are very strong around the time that they left. So this has been a very special day for me. So my father always, when we were growing up in Keswick, Ontario, there was always a robin that was around. And my dad named the robin Sarah. Well, that robin, she, she lasted until I left there in 17. So, I mean, that it was not the same, but we, you know, dad said it was Sarah. So we believed that it was Sarah. So a few things, a few different things happened with robins as I was progressing uh, going along in my life. But this one time I was living in Meaford and living in the same place that the elephant showed up. Okay. And I was sitting down and I was thinking about my dad and, and just thinking about different things, you know, about moving and, and just the journey ahead. And I went out and I had some chores to do or errands. And when I came back, <laughs> I, I'm going to put a picture of this on my uh, Facebook pages. Uh, when I came back, there was an envelope hanging on my door, like in a little bag, an envelope. And I still get shaky when I see this. Well, guess what? I came in and I opened it up and it was a little felt robin. Somebody had sewn it. It was not bought. 
I, to this day, in 2020, do not know who sent me that Robin. So, trust me, these are all true stories. And you know what? I couldn't make them up if I tried. So, I do believe that our guardian angels are very, very strong around us, and they are going to send us messages, and all we have to do is be open and be aware, and don't miss it. So I'm going to have many other stories like this, because I've got so many. So I'm going to have quite a few for you, and uh, I trust that you're enjoying them. So stay tuned. Uh, There's going to be more, and be aware. Just be aware. Thanks for listening. To book a personal consultation with Carol, email her at coasttocoastmedium at gmail.com. Remember to like and subscribe for future episodes.